Well, good morning. Good. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Nope. <laughs> good afternoon. And welcome to the Kearney Dwayne Palmer podcast or podcast by Kearney D. Palmer. And I'd just like to thank you in advance. And this is what I'm, you know, I always give you all applause and everything. So how's everybody's day is there? Day is going, or going is their day. <laughs> you have to excuse me. I'm just kind of cleaning up a little bit. Just got a lot of junk in my area right here. Just off to the screen. And, you know, like again, I would like to say thank you to everybody. I appreciate everything that y'all done. As far as um, listening to me is concerned, I would like to say thank you for that and everything. But um, first off, I'm just here to say just a, some couple couple of good words that I'm just glad to be alive right now because too many times I've I've heard that expression if you wasn't here um if you didn't make it if you haven't been here if you waited to come here and this is what i always heard when i went to the hospital if i waited a little bit longer then i wouldn't be here and i always heard that every time i was in the hospital and lucky so far well we're seven months in i haven't been to the hospital as of yet and i'm so happy that i have not been in the hospital yet this year and that's something to really be thankful for is not being in the hospital around this year, around, you know, because usually at around, it is, well, usually from, what was it, 2009 all the way up into 2019. Not, can you believe that? That's what, 10, well, 10 years. 10 years back-to-back -back going out of hospital. And then now, all of a sudden, I haven't been severely sick to where I had to go to the hospital. And I'm happy for that, and I thank the Lord for that right there, that I haven't been in the hospital yet this year. And we're like seven months in, and that's pretty good. Because usually, usually around this time, I'm in the hospital, like the beginning of the month. But since all this COVID-19 stuff, I haven't been, thank And I hopefully will never have to go back. Hopefully. So far. 
knock on wood. So, you know, I think that's a blessing in itself. And that, that, um, is worthy to be praised right there that I don't, you know, but, um, a couple of things that, that might, uh, strike your interest. I know it strikes my interest in all of this other, in this world that, <clears throat> that I have like a lot of stories about me going to the hospital and, some are pretty, pretty messed up, and others are kind of bizarre a little bit, and others are just, you know, how, however you take it, but I just thought it was, I just thought it would be neat to just say some things about me and my experiences going back and forth, um, you know, as, as you know, it's not a secret that I am a diabetic and that I do have um, toes amputated. I have a, um, like two toes on my right foot and the two on my right, four on my left. I have one toe missing off my left. I think it's this one right here. I always say it was the one that that didn't have roast beef. <clears throat> yeah, I know that was stale, but that was the only way that I could figure it out. That you know, but I'm a work in progress. But the thing that I was um was always tripping out about is uh, how I get foot infections real easily with me being diabetic. You know, I do get um, infections in my feet a lot, so I had to take care of them. I had to wrap my feet up every day. I had to make sure that I do that. And to wrap, you know, to wrap my feet up every day right before I go out, um, I'm starting to try to eat right. I know it's kind of hard with the current situation as it is right now. And, you know, I think I'm doing pretty good. I do it. I think I'm doing, yep. I, I, I think I'm doing pretty good by doing that, keeping my feet wrapped up and, and, um, maintain and try to maintain a positive and cool head through all of this. And, you know, pretty soon, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll always, it'll always, it'll blow over. It will blow over. This will pass. This, this will pass. But I just kind of, just kind of like say, Thank God. I know it sounds like I'm rambling, and I don't mean to ramble, but but I'm just happy, though, that I don't have to endure the hospital any this year so far. Now, so far, this year is not over yet. 
Yeah, but I'm coming around the corner to my 50th birthday. And, you know, and I'm, I think this would probably be one of the birthdays that I, I don't, I don't spend in the hospital. And I think that's a good thing. That's cool. So anyway, as I was saying, no, there's just a lot of stuff that happened through the years. I remember the first time I was hospitalized for having feet um, infection, a real bad foot infection in my right foot to where I almost lost my right foot. It had gotten so bad that I just, it was so painful. And the if you ever had any kind of infection at all, you would know that it's the most disgusting smell. That smell you do not get out of your head. That smell is just horrible. It's just so horrible. That smell is like death. And it smells so bad. And the discharge from it is terrible. And it's unbearable. And it, like I said, again, it hurts so bad. And this was my first operation when they took uh, two toes off my right foot. And it was kind of sad because when I was in the hospital, I looked down and I was in the ICU. Well, not in ICU. I was in the ICU. There we go. I was in the ICU. And I was laying there. Antibiotics on me. And I could just still feel I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how my foot was. I, I thought they had cut my foot off. I thought I didn't have a right foot in anymore. And it was so scary to look down and to see my foot. It was all wrapped up. So, you know, they had to cut the infection out of my foot, my foot, my right foot. And I just thought to myself, you know, I just didn't know what was, I didn't know what was going on. As far as my foot was concerned, and I always looked at it, and I thought it was mm-hmm. I'm sorry, folks. Um, I'm gonna pause for a minute. I'm back. I'm sorry about that, folks. I just, um, I'm trying to do two things at once. So, back to what I was saying. I didn't know what was going on as far as my foot was concerned. I didn't know to the extent of what they were 
doing to my foot. And then um, when I finally, finally realized what was going on, it was kind of um, tripped out. Kind of tripped out to find out that um, once they took the bandages off to redress my foot, I looked down and I saw this huge gaping hole in my foot. And I tell you what, if you are the strongest person in the world, if you're not the strongest person in the world, you know, which I don't claim to be half of the time, I am not. And it's just sad when you finally figure, or finally realize, actually, when you finally realize that you, um, you aren't the strongest person in the world, and you'll figure that out real quick, really quick, that when you, um, you know, when you see half of your foot gone, and that's what I did. I looked and I saw half of my right foot gone, big gaping hole. It was the saddest thing that I've ever, ever seen. Saddest thing to ever see. And I didn't do anything but cry. Because I don't care. Like I said, I don't care how tough you are. And I don't care how, you know, how you do things in this world. But when you see half of your foot gone, then it's, it's something like a reality check to tell you the truth. Huge reality check. The biggest reality check you could ever, ever possibly think of. To look down and all you saw was just red. And then you saw toes. You saw bones and the, the eerie part about it was I could wiggle my toes my big toe the one they took I, I could still feel it like it wasn't even gone and then to wiggle the rest of my toes and it hurt so bad and to lay there in the hospital and be helpless not knowing, not thinking that 
you'll be able to walk again. And my thing was, you know, because I pride myself on being a workaholic. I just thought that I wouldn't be able to survive because that was my livelihood. My right foot was my life livelihood because, you know, I had worked so hard and I love driving and with it being the foot that I, I use to drive, it just kind of took me off. And it and it made me feel so sad that that this is what I'm reduced to is just nothing. I feel so hopeless. And one thing that I was really was really mad at myself, and I had to lay there and think, well, maybe if I would have did this a lot different, or maybe if I would have did this a lot. You know, or maybe I should have went, or maybe I, I, I should have done, you know, and you, you later and you think about that stuff, about all the stuff that you could have done different in your life. And the damage was already done. The damage was already done to the point where you just, you just didn't know. And you figure, and then I laid there and I said, how stupid am I that I allowed this to happen? And I'm like, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe what was going on. Seriously, what was going on with me? And I thought, how stupid am I? And then that's the first time I've heard, if you would have waited a little bit longer, you wouldn't have been here. Too many times I've heard that. <laughs> Too many times. If I didn't, if I didn't come in right then and there, I would have been dead. And I always have to look back and think about that all these different times. If I'm repeating myself, I do, do apologize, though. But it's just that every single time that it happened, that I happened to go into the hospital, I heard that from 2009 all the way up until 2019. But I thank the Lord that he brought me out of this because um, I, I, I didn't think I could, I could last through any more trauma. And then next thing I know, they tell me that they had to take the next one, the third from the big toe. They had to take that one because it wasn't nothing. It was dead. They, it was dead. So it went, they went, and um, the next couple of days I had, when I was out of the NI, 
when I was out of uh, ICU. I don't know why I keep wanting to say in ICU, but when I was out of ICU, they put me into a regular room. And when I got into the regular room, I wasn't doing anything but laying there. And then they told me that, you know, a lot of doctors, you know, you see the lab coats coming in and everything. And a lot of doctors tell me that that you're that we're going to have to take the other toe. Then I had some jerk come in with a in a lab coat, telling me that I'm better off with a prosthetic foot. And I laid there, and he said, "Well, you're better off with just a prosthetic foot." You're young. You can take care. You, you you can be all right. I'm like, no. And I cried. I mean, I just felt so hopeless. And I cried. I shut everything. I closed the curtains. and closed my curtain. closed my door. And I laid in bed. And I just cried and cried. Because here it is. You know, they wanted to take my toe. But then I had some some jerk come in and, and tell me with the bedside manner of a wooden plank telling me that I'd be better off with a prosthetic foot. So it just think and then I just cried and I just kept saying, why, why? And then all of a sudden it was like if God has have answered me this other doctor came in and he said don't worry about what he said i know what the plan is and i know what the pl- and i know what we're going to do we're going to take we're going to take the one toe and that's it we're going to take that because we need to get that out of there just so that your foot can heal up because it's not doing you any good because it's dead, you know, it's got tissue damage and everything. It's dead. We we have to take it. So next thing I know, being prepared for surgery, after surgery, came back. And I had to look after everything was all said and done. I pulled the covers back, and I saw my foot still there. That was one of the scariest moments in my life that I thought I was going to lose my right foot. And then I'm like, would I be able to drive again? Whatever, would I be able to do anything that I, 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 you know, would I be able to walk? You know, whatever, would I be able to run? Would I be able to stand up or am I going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life? I thought that. I thought that. And God was listening to me and I'm happy he was because they only took that one, they took those two toes and that was it for my surgeries for a little while. And then 
the years and years have gone by to where I kept getting infections and and having to do they had to remove bone and and had to and next thing you know it had to you know I just had a lot of time you know with my feet just a lot of problems with my feet and I antibiotics and you know it was just slowly 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 doing damage to my body and I did not realize it I did not realize it at all but like I said I thank God that I am here that I am alive and that I'm able to sit here and be a living and walking testimony. And it's just something that I need to say to to everybody that are around my age, you know, man, woman, child, whoever listens to me, please do not take this life for granted. Please do not take your body for granted. You only as strong as you you're only as strong as you 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 make yourself out to be don't be stubborn like i was don't do that don't be just 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 think about what you have to do think about the people that love you think about people who who adore you and it does not come down to, well, he wasn't the nicest person in the world. No. Think about that. I don't know why I said that, though, about the he wasn't the nicest person. That's getting off the subject a little bit. I apologize for that. But it's just the simple fact that you only have one body, one mind, and one soul. Take care of it. And I'm preaching to myself too as well, because I can hear myself say it. But we have we all have to do better. We all have to do better as far as health wise, as far as mental wise. As far as everything else, we have to do better. Well, this has been Kearney Dwayne Palmer, podcast by Kearney Dwayne Palmer. And I'm doing probably about two different things. If you hear me hesitate and all this other kind of stuff, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to do a little documentary on my own podcast. And so far, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. I don't know. But I just got to figure all of this thing out. But I would just like to say thank you to everybody that chooses to listen to me. And I would say God bless to each and everyone and try to stay healthy. Peace.